Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, and the Washington Wizards hold the LeBron-less Los Angeles Lakers to 107 points and play great defense in the second, third, and fourth quarter. They come away with a win versus the Los Angeles Lakers, 116 to 107. A great defensive performance by the Washington Wizards and Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook, the best backcourt in basketball, get it done. Welcome back to the Westbrook Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets a chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at JRock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Let's get it. Guys, the Wizards have won 11 of their last 13 games, and in that span, they have been top five in defensive efficiency. That is what has turned this season around. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal are going to do Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal things on offense. We know that. We will get to that. But their defense has been solid. Look, neither team turned the ball over that much versus the Lakers. But what I loved about the defense from the Washington Wizards, their stars are also buying into the defense 100%. They are working hard. They are taking assignments that are tough to take. And... They are contesting shots. Everyone, everyone is putting a hand up in the face of a shooter. Everyone is sprinting to make that contest, to make those shots tough to make. They are protecting the rim. The amount of rim protection that is coming from Daniel Gafford and Alex Lynn as of late is absolutely amazing. It's not just blocking shots. It's not just about the blocks. It's about the fact that they're They're altering shots at the rim. Lynn had two blocked shots, but he altered so many shots at the rim. It's just making a difference. Nothing is coming easy in the paint for any team versus the Washington Wizards right now in these last 13 games. Winners of the last 11 and 13 in the defense has been absolutely phenomenal. In my opinion, the worst defensive outing they've had in those 13 games came versus uh, who was on the back-to-back? The Spurs that we lost? I think that's who it was. We had a back-to-back, tired legs. It happened just a few days ago. Other than that, they are contesting every jump shot. They are contesting everything at the rim. Nothing is coming easy. That is why they are winners of their last 11 of 13. I'm having so much fun watching this team play right now. It was tough at the beginning of the season. You had an injured Russell Westbrook who wasn't quite himself. You had chemistry issues with the team, with newcomers coming back, especially when you integrate someone as great as Russell Westbrook. Of course, it's going to take time. Then you had the COVID outbreak with the team that hurt. Then there were stacking games on top of each other because they had to put them back, back into the schedule. Those things happen. But now that for the most part, you know who's going to be out there to play. You know you're not going to have Thomas Bryant, but you know you're going to have Alex Lynn. Lopez is hurt right now, but... Ish Smith is back. Everyone's healthy. They're playing. The chemistry is alive. Guys, I don't know if you guys realize it. But it seems like once a game, when Russell Westbrook is taking the ball out underneath their own basket, that there's that lob that Russ passes to Beal. They don't, they don't discuss it. They don't say anything. It's just happening. The chemistry is building. There was a play in this game versus the Lakers where Russell Westbrook catches the ball. He takes off towards the paint. He catches the ball above the three-point line. He takes off towards the paint. It collapses. Russ slowly dribbles back out above the break on the opposite side of the three-point line. And he just slides the ball to Bill. As Bill slides all the way to the corner, Bill sprints to the corner, dribbles the ball, 
does like a up and under and he lays the ball up. They're not discussing this stuff at all. Russell Westbrook's just learning where Bradley Beal's going to be and Bradley Beal's just learning where Russ wants him to be and vice versa. They're not discussing these things at all. They're just looking at each other and these things are happening. This duo is so fun to watch. This team has been so fun to watch. They're the best backcourt in basketball. I don't give a damn. And I'm talking about current players playing. When James Harden returns, then you can make the argument between Kyrie and James Harden. Fair enough. But I think this backcourt is better than Booker and Chris Paul. Is Booker amazing? Yes. But I think Russell Westbrook is better than Chris Paul, don't you? I think that he is. Overall game, I think that Russell Westbrook is better. So I think they're the better duo in the backcourt. CJ McCollum and Damian Litter, I know Damian Litter is amazing. He's awesome, but I think Russell Westbrook is better than McCollum. So again, I think they're the best duo. I really do. The only argument you can make for me, and guys, there's not a gap. I'm not talking about this big gap. Those duos, James Harden, Kyrie, CJ McCollum, and Lillard, Booker and Chris Paul, and then Russ and Beal, there's, the gap is small. Between one to four. You can order them however you want to. So don't take this as a slight at any of them. But I think the best backcourt resides in D.C. In the nation's capital. But there's not a big gap. Some are more creative. Some shoot a little bit better. Some are better in the clutch. Some are better at defense. Look, it doesn't matter. You can rank them however you want to. But as far as my opinion, the best backcourt resides in the nation's capital. Washington, D.C. And it is Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. And forgive me for reminding you, they've only been playing together about five months. That chemistry is building. We are seeing it happen before our eyes. And I am loving every second of it. Loving every second of it. This defense, the stars are buying into this defense. They're working hard. It is beautiful to see the stars. You have to carry the load offensively. They both have to carry this load offensively. Does Bill carry more of the scoring? Yeah, he does. Now, there are nights when Russell Westbrook has filled it up. But for the most part, is Bill taking on a more of the scoring role? Yes. But Russell Westbrook still having to score 20 plus a night, plus ditch out 11 assists, plus get down 11 to 12 rebounds. It's beautiful to see those guys who are having to do all of that buy all in on the defensive end, seeing them sprint out to shooters to run them off the, free, off the three-point line, to see them sprint out to shooters and, and contest those threes to make them tough threes to make. It is absolutely beautiful. I'm so proud of everyone on the Washington Wizards, and it's beautiful to see those stars buy in on the defensive end. I got to give them credit for that. Now, we can talk about the stats here. I'm going to pause real quick for a commercial break, and then we'll get into the stats. All right, guys, let's get into the stats. So we'll start with the great, the Hall of Famer, the Clutch Brook, the Beast Brook, the Brody himself, the West Wolf, Russell Westbrook. 18 points, two steals, 14 assists. 18 rebounds, 7 of 16 shooting, 1 of 3 from 3, 75% from the line, 3 of 4. He played 41 minutes. Guys, he's 32 years old playing 41 minutes and is putting up 18, 14, and 18 with two steals. The guy literally does everything. He can do it all. What did he say? If I need to pass, I can do that. If I need to score, I can do that. 
But he believes I can do that. Need me to coach, I can do that too. Did you guys see him coaching up his team? Here's what's beautiful about it, and I tweeted it as well. There's a clip after Russell Westbrook gets fouled and they're reviewing it. It ended up being a common foul, but they're reviewing it to make sure it wasn't flagrant. And there's a clip about five seconds long. You can find it on my Twitter. Uh, Russell Westbrook gets a chip at Always in Forever Art. Where Russell Westbrook is coaching up. I think it's Neto, Lynn, Beal, and then himself. Then Russ. And he's coaching them up. And what's beautiful is not only are the role players like intently. Like they are focused and listen to every word. Russell Westbrook, the Hall of Famer. Lock Hall of Famer is saying. But so is the number one option in Bradley Beal. He's also listening intently. That's great, guys. That's a locker room of chemistry. That's a locker room where there are no issues at all. And you can see them taking over. He can see Russell Westbrook's, his demeanor, his personality, just everything about him taking over that Wizards locker room. Here was my biggest gripe with Rui Hachimura. Let me pause. When I get to Rui Hachimura's stats, I'm going to get to Russell Westbrook and Rui Hachimura. So Russell Westbrook, he filled up the stat sheet. Um, Bradley Beal, 36 minutes. He was 11 of 18 from the field. Very efficient. 3 of 5 from 3. He had hits a couple of sweet step backs. Just absolutely beautiful. 2 of 2 from the free throw line. He had 3 assists, 3 rebounds, and a steal himself. He had 4 turnovers. Combined, the two of them only had 6 turnovers. You know, you guys, if I can get them both to have 8 or less turnovers, I'm super happy with it. Um, Beal finished with 27 points on efficient shooting. He didn't, he didn't force anything. He was very under control. That's the beauty of this. Obviously, the caveat is LeBron James didn't play. Obviously, this game would go way different if LeBron James played. But the beauty of this is Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal didn't even go off like that, and they won this game pretty easily, I might add. They did. We know that those numbers look insane, but we both, we all know. We all know we've seen these two do crazier stat lines this season many times. But this was the complete game. Let's move on. Bradley Beal was super efficient. He also worked so hard on defense. I was very happy. Uh, he made great guys. He didn't force anything. I don't want to feel like I'm not sticking with talking about Beal. Beal is awesome. As a Rus Russell Westbrook fan doing a podcast about Westbrook, Beal, and the Washington Wizards, I appreciate the elite scoring and offensive ability of Bradley Beal. I appreciate it 100%. But you got the contributions that Beal and Russ didn't have to do everything. Rui Hachimura, let's go to him. 30 minutes. Obviously, he's recently come back from injury. He still had that sweet touch on his turnaround at the free throw line extended. Uh, he was 4 of 8 from the field, 4 of 4 from the free throw line. He had 12 points, 2 assists, and a steal, and 1 rebound. Guys, his dunk on Anthony Davis. Was it an offensive foul? Yeah, but I don't give a damn. I loved it. I loved it. I don't give a damn if it was. They didn't call it. It counted. I loved it. It looked great. My biggest gripe with Rui early on was what? I thought he was passive. I thought that he wasn't aggressive enough. I thought that he didn't have that fight in him. Him yamming it on Anthony Davis is what I want to see. And I'm going to tell you what I like most of all. He's been such an even... He's an even kill personality. And so he's the same on the court for the most part. But that has changed. Rui's out there screaming with Russ. Rui, 
Rui, he made a mistake in the post and fouled Andre Drummond on an AM one. And Rui immediately turns around, throws his fist at the ground, visibly and, and verbally upset with himself. The passion is here now with Rui. I love it. Stay that way. I think that had a lot to do with Russ being in the locker room. If you don't like me saying that, that's fair. But that's truly what I believe. I have seen the transformation of Rui at, in month one to month five, and it is different. He is aggressive. He is confident. He has that fight. He ain't scared of nothing. That's what I like from Rui Hachimura. Moving on. Alex Lynn. Guys, I wasn't a fan of Alex Lynn. I said, man, Alex Lynn is who we got off the buyout market? Look, guys, he played 25 minutes, 7 of 13 from the field, 18 points, 4 of 7 from the free throw line, 9 rebounds, and assists, 2 blocks. That's work, guys. That's work. One rebound shy of a double-double from Alex Lynn, the buyout guy. Now, I know Russell Westbrook tends to make centers great. All you got to do is catch it and dunk it or catch it and lay it up. Like, I get that. But the fact of the matter is he's finishing. The fact of the matter is he's getting to the free throw line seven times. He's converting on those for the most part. He's drawing fouls on the opposing team. He's making his free throws. He's finishing at the basket. He's altering shots. He's blocking shots. He is getting the job done. 11 of the last 13. Do Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill deserve most of the credit? Hell yeah. But the rest of the team is playing great and they deserve credit as well. These boys are hooping. Neto. You know Neto's gonna Neto. 23 minutes, 2 of 4 from the field, 1 of 1 from 3, 2 assists. Uh, he actually had no steals on the night. He had 5 points. But again, Neto, hard-nosed defense. Not giving away nothing, not scared of anything. That's your starting five. Guys, they played so well defensively. I just can't stress it enough. Chandler Hutchinson. Forced to come in and play four. He played 19 minutes. Four or seven from the field. Finished um, most of the ones at the basket. Very happy for him. Six rebounds, like I said. He had a block. Um, he had eight points. Energy. Hard-nosed defense. Finish. That's the thing is that once you get around Russell Westbrook, he's going to make it easy for you. A lot of times, all you will have to do is catch it and shoot it. Nothing else. But you got to finish. Bertans. He played 24 minutes. There was a point where I was like, look, if he's not going to hit tonight, just take him off the floor. Like, I get it. You're, you're trying to get him in rhythm. I'm not upset with Bertans in this game because that's just me saying that's literally what his job is. So if he's off tonight, Get him off the floor. But it's nothing to get burnt on. Shooters have off nights. They all do. They all do. Bertons will make these next game. Like, I'm, I'm confident in that. He's been on fire. He had an off night. And I would say four of the six of his threes were ones like he normally just makes. He was standing wide open or semi-open. And he normally drains them. He had an off night. It is what it is. Take him off the floor. He'll bring it next time. He'll bring it next time. Uh, of significance, Ish Smith, he played 18 minutes, 4 of 6 from the field. He hit his only 3-pointer, 3 or 4 from the line. He had 12 points, 1 steal, 1 assist, 2 rebounds. Uh, he had a stretch where I was frustrated with Ish Smith. 
But then he had a stretch where I was like, okay, so he's playing okay. You know, but the, the speed the Wizards were playing at, he was actually helping. Um, so I didn't really have a problem with it. Um, he got his dunk uh, in the game, and uh, I I loved it. It was just, it was so fun to watch. Russell, Russell Westbrook was just so happy for him. Um, you know, he he played well. I was very happy he had that moment. I'm sorry, Gafford, uh, 13 minutes, 4 or 5 from the field, uh, 6 rebounds, 2 turnovers. Uh, I thought he played well again, you know, finishing the paint, alter shots. Same with Lopez. He played 9 minutes, 4 or 6 uh, from the field. Um, he had 8 points. And like I said, uh, Lopez, he's been injured. So it's kind of one of those things that's, you know, he's, he's slowly working his way back. Um so uh, that was, I think, everyone, like, really of significance. Bunga, Matthews, Winston, um, you know, they got, they got garbage minutes. But this was a great win for the Wizards. Um, they've got to keep it up. I know they have a back-to-back coming up this weekend. On Friday, they've got the Cavs. And on Saturday, they've got the Mavericks. Uh, the Mavericks will be tough. Um, hopefully, we take care of the Cavaliers uh, so we can get closer, uh, closer to, you know, the 8-7 seed. Um, I know that's the play in, but you, you kind of want to get up there uh, for obvious reasons. But guys, I mean, I think they're only about four and a half games back of the seven seed. Um, actually, four and a half, five games back of the six seed. Um, I'm not saying they're going to get there, but you know, they're 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 three games out of nine, out of eight. You know, the Wizards just they have to continue to win these games because some of these East teams. Are just free falling. Um, I'm not sure what's going on with some of them, but they've got to keep it up. I'm very, very, very happy with the Wizards' play as of late, especially the defense. But let's talk about this duo. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal are absolutely amazing. And there's too much infighting between Wizards fans and Westbrook fans. I'm not saying all a lot of a lot of people I follow and I, and I conversate with everybody's on the same. Hey, we're trying to win games, trying to get in this play in. We're trying to make some noise in the playoffs so we can retool next season, so we can go. Maybe we can contend. I get it. That's how most of us are. But this blame thing or who's playing better, stop it. This is the best backcourt in basketball. Enjoy watching what you're watching. Bradley Beal. Is the, is the scoring leader for the NBA at this current time. Just a hair over Steph Curry. And Russell Westbrook is the assist leader. Guys, we have the scoring leader and the assist leader for the entire NBA on the same damn basketball team. What are we even fighting over? Just watch them play. It's beautiful. The chemistry is just blooming between the two of them. Bradley Beal is intently learning and listening from the Hall of Famer that is Russell Westbrook. Bradley Beal said on the jump, he's a Hall of Famer. So when he speaks, I shut my mouth and I listen. Russell Westbrook, when asked, your play has just improved so much over the last six to eight weeks. And it coincides with your record. What is it? He said, my teammates are making it easy for me. Think about those two guys. One saying, my teammates make it easy for me, which includes Bradley Beal. And the other one saying, man, when he speak, I listen. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a lock Hall of Famer. I'm listening to everything he got to say. 
What are we fighting over? They homies. Enjoy them. I appreciate Bradley Beal. I do. Russell Westbrook fan here. I appreciate him. Every Westbrook fan should. Every Wizards fan should appreciate this duo and appreciate Russell Westbrook. Period. They're only going to get better. Do I think Russell Westbrook's going somewhere next year? No. Why? He looks happy. That is what's most important. When I'm watching him on the court, look at the, go back and watch the Lakers game. He's having fun and is smiling the entire time, it seems like. That's what's most important. Not to mention, Nina Westbrook has said the same thing, that she doesn't remember seeing her husband more happy than he is in D.C. So if you happy and the wife happy, and you know the wife come first, why would he go anywhere? So unless Bradley Bill's like, I'm out, which... On all accounts, I feel like Bradley Beal is loving playing with Russell Westbrook. I think he respects him. I think he's learning from him and he's enjoying it. Especially if they get in this play, in this, if they get in the play and get into the playoffs, I'm thinking Bradley Beal is thinking, "All right, how can we retool? Let's get it. We already got a great backcourt. Keep Gafford. What else in Bertans? What else can we get? Stop the fighting. There's no reason to. I just wanted to put that out there." Back-to-back coming up Friday and Saturday. Cavaliers and the Mavericks. I'm looking forward to that as well. I'm so happy the Wizards showed out on national TV. The podcast is late. I had meetings this morning. Not to mention I watched that game all over again. That's how good it was. I was quiet during the game because I didn't want to jinx it. I just couldn't believe it was going so well. But this team, this this was a test. Just like the Mavericks will be a test. This was, okay, can you guys walk in there versus Anthony Davis, Kyle Kuzma, Dennis Schroeder, Morris, Drummond, all of the, Ben McLemore, that team is deep. Can y'all walk in there without Denny, without Thomas Bryant, and get this W? They did it pretty easily. Obviously, LeBron James didn't play. I won't be that irresponsible. Obviously, it'd be a lot different if LeBron James played. But that team is still deep. And the Wizards came in and got it done on national TV and flying colors. That duo is absolutely amazing. And the team is feeding off of them. They have taken on the personality of one Russell Westbrook. And it is paying off. Even in the rookies. I even think Denny is better than he now than he was at the beginning of the season. I really do. He's not fouling as much. He's being aggressive when he gets the ball. He just all the he's just pulling the trigger. I know he's not shooting as well, but I think Denny is better. You know, I really hope that he recovers um, and comes back better than ever. I think Rui is better. I really, really do. But guys, right here is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. I am your host, JD Jackson. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Russell Westbrook gets a chip at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at JRock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can get all of my post game podcasts. And remember, go check out that YouTube if you like video analysis and things like that. I appreciate you guys so much for listening to the Westwood Podcast. And as always, until next time, peace.